Next to your smartphone or wherever, listening to the J Red Show on Anchor and Spotify. On a Buffalo Bills victory week, the Buffalo Bills dominate their division rival, New England Patriots, 47 to 17. All seven drives resulted in touchdowns. Except the final one that where they took the knee. But the Buffalo Bills had the perfect game on offense. No punts. No turnovers. No field goals. <coughs> Just all touchdowns. First time in NFL history that happened. Josh Allen was 21 for 25. 308 yards. Five touchdowns. Mac Jones had an okay day, 24 for 38, 232 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions. I mean, what else is there to say about this game? It is one of the greatest wins in the history of the Buffalo Bills franchise. Many older fans are saying it is the best win since they clobbered the Los Angeles Raiders 51-3 in the 1991 AFC Championship game to go to their first Super Bowl. I was too young to remember that game, so this is probably my most memorable Bills game. (coughs) A few months ago, I did a greatest sports memory show. What was my all-time favorite sports memory. And for years, it was Game 5 of the 2007 Eastern Conference Semifinals, um, Sabres versus Rangers, where Chris Drury tied it with seven seconds left to go, and Max again off won it in overtime.
For years, that was my favorite sports memory, and I was thinking only a Bills Super Bowl or a Sabre Stanley Cup would beat it. But the more I think about it, I think we have a new champion. In fact, I'm going to knock that moment down a few pegs because most of my, all of my favorite sports memories have come in the last year. My top three favorite sports memories now are all three games, all three playoff games the Bills have won in the last two years. Number three is when they beat the Colts to win their first playoff game in 25 years. Number two was the Baltimore game where Tyron Johnson had that huge pick six. And number one... And the new champion was this past week. The way they dominated them. The perfect game against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. The team that tormented them for 20 years. It felt like we won the Super Bowl. So that is why this is my new favorite sports memory. Of course, uh, my hope is that they'll add three more favorite sports memories accumulating in the ultimate sports memory, um, winning the Super Bowl on February 13th. But as of right now, these three playoff wins, last year versus Indy, last year versus Baltimore, and this year versus New England, are my new three favorite sports memories. My fourth favorite sports memory was on June 3rd of last year, Batavia Muck Dogs versus the Elmira Pioneers, because it was not only my first baseball game after COVID, it was not only my first sports game after COVID, it, well, I can't say after COVID because COVID's still going. But it was my first public gathering after a full year of social distancing. June 3rd, Batavia Muck Dogs versus Elmira Pioneers. My next favorite sports memory was a few weeks later, June 25th, where I got to see Major League Baseball, the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make to see Major League Baseball in Buffalo as the Toronto Blue Jays took, lost to the Baltimore Orioles. And then my favorite sports memories after that are August 28th, when I got to see a Buffalo Bills preseason game versus the Green Bay Packers, when I saw, saw the first, my first Bills game after COVID. Um... It was, um, September twenty fourth, the Buffalo. I saw the first Buffalo, my first Buffalo Bisons game after COVID, um, against the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Uh, Gregory Polanco got a walk off home run. October fourth, the Buffalo Sabers versus the Columbus Blue Jackets preseason game, and then finally November twelfth, the Rochester, my first Rochester Americans game versus the Cleveland Monsters. These are all my favorite sports memories because. They happen at the COVID. It's the first time I got to saw my favorite teams in action after a full year of social distancing. And that's why these will be my favorite sports memories. Don't get me wrong. I will cherish the memories of the Breer Drury days of the Sabres. 
even though the Bills missed the playoffs 17 years in a row, they did bring some great memories like the Stevie Johnson play, the Stevie Johnson touchdown versus um, Carolina in 2013, the, the Kyle Orton, the Sammy Watkins touchdown in versus Minnesota in 2014. A lot of great moments for, throughout the drought, including the end of the drought in 2017 when Andy Dalton completed that pass to Tyler Boyd. Remember the Yankees win the World Series in 2009. The Muck Dogs win the New York Penn Championship in 2008. I will cherish these, these memories forever. But my favorite sports memories have come right now. Not just because of what's happening on the field, but off it. Because of the struggles they, they, they these athletes do against COVID. And how... I'm happy because of this pandemic. I'm happy just to see them play. But of course, my least favorite sports memories, my worst sports memories are also because of this pandemic. I mean, yes, throughout the Bills playoff drought, without the Sabres playoff drought, there are a lot of bad sports memories that I could have. But my two lowest, my two worst sports memories my two lowest points as a sports fan was on um, uh, March 11th of last year, seeing all those games postponed when COVID arrived and and shut down the world for 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 over a year and counting, and then on the field of the ice. My worst sports memory was February and March of 2021 for the Buffalo Sabres. Starting from when they had that two-week break from a COVID outbreak to when they snapped that 18-game losing streak. And they won two games in those two months. And Ralph Kruger completely destroyed the franchise. I mean, there were some pretty bad moments of the Bills' playoff drought. There are some pretty bad moments of the Sabres' playoff drought before that. But my, but besides that day when COVID arrived, my all-time low, the lowest I ever felt as a sports fan was those um, two months as the Buffalo of the Buffalo Sabres. Well, I guess you could say 9-11. I mean... COVID-19 and 9-11 not only suck because of um, sports-related things, they also suck because people died, and I feel bad for the friends and family of those who lost those lives in those tragic, sport, in those tragic days. But 9-11 shut down sports for a week. COVID-19 shut down sports for four months, and then after those four months ended... Um, he still couldn't attend sports events for a week, for a whole year. The Buffalo Sabres right now, they, um, I'm still in a, in a bad place with them. I mean, they are a bad team. They're 11, 20, and 7. They're going to miss the playoffs for an 11th year in a row. It is really depressing to think that the call I had Rick we heard Rick Jitterett call earlier, 
that Rick Jenneret will never again make another playoff call like that, and much less never, never, ever call the Buffalo Sabres win the Stanley Cup. That depresses me. But I will say for the Sabres, I am feeling a little bit better about them now than I did for those two dreaded months. I mean, it's not saying much. Those two months were rock bottom. But at least right now I see some signs of optimism, some hope for the future. Um, so far I like what Kev- even though the team's bad, I like what Kevin Adams has done. But um, yeah, kind of a low point. That that's my ultimate low point. Uh, like I said, other sports memories. Um, I guess you can stay. Um, Steph Curry breaking the three point record it was a high point. I mean, before COVID, I remember sports milestones like um, Barry Bonds becoming the home run king or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees um, becoming the um, NFL passing yards leader. It's currently held by Tom Brady right now. So, yeah, folks, what are your favorite and least favorite sports memories? Hit me up on Twitter at Show. On to the NFL playoffs. The Buffalo Bills, like I said, they just played a perfect game on offense. They're just humming right now, won five games in a row. Um, that first touchdown to Dawson Knox, it looked Josh Allen was under a lot of pressure, and he looked like he was giving up on the play and just throwing out of bounds. But Dawson Knox just leaps up and brings it in, and... Scores the opening touchdown. Knox would score another one later in the quarter. Singletary got two touchdowns. Even the offensive lineman Tommy Doyle got the touchdown. The offense is just on fire right now. The defense, they had a pretty good game. I mean, Mac Jones was okay. I honestly don't think Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady. I mean, he's fine right now, and he's only a rookie. But I think the Patriots are... I don't think the Patriots are going to dominate this division for 20 years. The Bills will dominate the division as long as Josh Allen's the quarterback. Don't think it'll last 20 years. I mean, the way Josh Allen runs, he's bound to get injured. But for Bills fans, just enjoy this era. And hope we can at least get one Super Bowl or more Super Bowls out of it. Um, for the rest of the league, um, the Cincinnati Bengals win their first playoff game in 31 years by defeating the Las Vegas Ch- uh, Raiders by a score of 26 to 19. Joe Burrow was 24 for 34, 244 yards. Two touchdowns. Derek Harrison was 29 54, 310 yards, and one touchdown and one interception. It was really scary f- for Cincinnati. Um, they were up um, 26 to 16 in the fourth quarter. Um, but um, Vegas got a field goal to pull within three, and they were driving at the end. Bengals fans started to worry that this was going to be deja vu of the Steelers game. But at the last play of the game, um, pr- 
Jermaine Pratt um, got the game-winning interception. The Bengals are pretty good right now. Um, they have a good quarterback in Joe Burrow. But I just wouldn't put them in that top tier with um, Kansas City and Buffalo or Green Bay and Tampa Bay. If I'm a Bengals fan, I felt like I already won the we already won the Super Bowl. I know my brother said when we left the Patriots game that he felt like he already won they already the Bills already won the Super Bowl. And then he kind of compared it to uh the miracle on ice where um everyone was happy we beat the Soviets and the gold medal was just a bonus. Uh, I don't think many people here that agree with him. I think the Bills are <laughs> well anyhow. Chiefs dominate the Steelers 42-21. to uh, Ben Roethlisberger likely played his final game of his pro career. Um, Chiefs struggled early, but they eventually got the offense going. Also, the Buccaneers beat the Eagles 31-15. to I really don't like the seven-team format. The Steelers and the Eagles did not belong in these playoffs. I think they should just cut it back down to six, but they won't because of the money. Uh, finally, uh, well, no, 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 not, not finally. The another blowout was the Rams dominated the Cardinals, uh, twelve, thirty-four to eleven, and Arizona just had a complete collapse. After a ten and two start, they have only won one of their last six games. So another late season collapse like last year when they started six and three at that Hale Murray Bills game and they finished eight and eight. So Kyler Murray's coaches has to come into question. As for the Rams, um, sorry, not not Kyler Murray, a Cliff Cliff Clingsbury coaching needs to come into question. As for the Rams, um, I think they have the most well rounded roster. But Matthew Stafford just isn't as good as Tom Brady or um, Aaron Rodgers. And speaking of questionable coaching, the Dallas Cowboys. There were so many what-the-hell-was-Mike-McCarthy-thinking moments. Like punting when they're down multiple scores. Just the, the poor preparation. And then, of course, the nail on the coffin was when Dak Prescott ran it. From the line of scrimmage. In the last play of the game. Dak Prescott ran into midfield. Got tackled. And then ran out of time. As he was trying to spike the ball. Now now Cowboys fans are blaming the refs. Because the referee didn't touch the ball. But the bottom line is. The referee had to get through a sea humanity. Just to touch the ball. And it was still a real dumb play by Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott. So the Dallas Cowboys once again had a promising season. A season they looked good. Just like a couple years ago when they went 13-3. And they flamed out the first round again. And just awful coaching. But of course Jerry Jones is not going to fire um, McCarthy. So... Of the late of the eight teams left, I'm gonna give my quick thoughts. Um 
Green Bay Packers, um, they, they kind of, I mean, they're, they're, it's kind of hard to pick a favorite, but I think the Packers, um, I think this is the most complete team they have, probably the best team they have around Aaron Rodgers. But, I don't know, it's mostly Aaron Rodgers completing, com, compete. it's mostly, this team is just mostly relying on Aaron Rodgers to bail out a so-so team. I mean, the, Aaron Rodgers would have more Super Bowls if the Packers would just give him the weapons he needs. Um, so it's kind of debatable. Um, if, but I, I really don't. I think the Packers will go to the Super Bowl, but that's my prediction for the Super Bowl. I don't know. Um, for the Buccaneers, um, they have a lot of injuries. But they have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Most importantly, Tom Brady. Tom Brady still has it. 29 for 37, 271 yards, two touchdowns. You just cannot count out the GOAT. Um, the Rams have Matthew Stafford. Um, I think I think that the Rams are the most well-rounded team. But... Um, Matthew Stafford just isn't as good as Rodgers and um, Brady. The 49ers, they got really lucky to beat the Cowboys. They're just happy to be... 49ers fans should be just happy to be in the playoffs. I mean, any given Sunday, anything could happen. But I fully expect the the Packers to to demolish the, the Niners. For the AFC, the Bengals and the Titans are good. But the Chiefs and the Bills are better. So I, I got to um, block it from my mind that Bills-Chiefs is the AFC championship game. Because we did see the Bills lose to the Titans earlier this year. So I cannot write off the Titans. But I just think, on paper, the Bills and the Chiefs are just the better two teams. And I think the Bills can go to the Super Bowl with, with the right game plan. I think on paper, on paper, the Bills are the best team in the NFL. But Brian Dable has made some questionable calls. And that's why they fell to 11-6. and six. But I will give Dable his due. He called an excellent game versus New England. If he can do that three more times, the Buffalo Bills will be your Super Bowl champions. What are your thoughts? Hit me on Twitter at JRedShow. On to the Amherst. The Amherst remind me so much of what the Bills were two months ago. They have the potential to be great. They have the potential to compete for a call of the cup. Something that they have, uh, or at least win a playoff series. They haven't won the cup since 1996, and they haven't won a playoff round since 2005. But I think this Amherst team is the best we, on paper, is the best we've seen in years. But they have some problems. The goaltending. Um, they signed Charles Williams from the Jacksonville Iceman to a contract. And he had a horrible game against Belleville, allowing six goals. And the defense, I really think they could use more size on the defense. But what gets me excited and optimistic about the Amherst is, um, is their offense. Um... Jack Quinn and Michael Mersch are in the top six in points 
and in the top four in goals. And JJ Paterka is um, in the top seven in um, assists. So again, on paper, this is this Amherst team has the tools to to um, win it all. But we they need to add a little bit more, I think, in the trade deadline. Um, for the Sabers, um, unfortunately, as I said earlier, unfortunately their season is dead. They lost uh, two games in a row to the Detroit Red Wings. It's kind of when the Bills would dominate the Patriots, the Sabres lost 4 nothing to the Red Wings. And I thought to myself, this is the perfect analogy of the Pagula era. Tonight is the perfect analogy of the Pagula era. But I remain hopeful. I hope the Bills win the Super Bowl this year. I hope the Amherst win the Call the Cup this year. And I hope someday, one way or another, the Amherst will rise from the ashes. And, be, and compete for the call to cup, and, and, and compete for. I, sorry, I lost, my, lost my train of thought there. I hope that someday, somehow, the Buffalo Sabers will rise from the ashes and compete for the Stanley Cup. On to the NBA. Um, LeBron James um leads the All Star voting with, and LeBron James and Stephon Curry um. Both lead the um, all-star voting with 4 million votes each. Um, Curry has 4,463,000. Uh, LeBron James has 4,386,000. Kevin Durant has 4,088,000. Um, but the problem with all-star games is the voting is um, starting to get ridiculous. My thing with all-star games is... They don't need to be played anymore. It should just be a popularity contest. I think just just vote for the All-Stars. Um, I mean, I can understand why they had All-Star games back in the day because there wasn't cable TV and it was one it was probably one of the only times of the year you could see certain stars. But in today's world with all the technology and um all the cell phones and all the ways to get sports, um you can see um all-Stars um, anytime you want. So I think that you get rid of All-Star games and have All-Star voting. And they gotta fix the All-Star um, voting as well. Like, why did Clay Thompson play? Is Why did Clay Thompson get voted in? Because he was injured. Can you honestly say Russell Westbrook is having an All-Star season? Why is he ahead of Chris Paul and Donovan Mitchell? Paul's team has been among the top two in the West all season. With him leading the way until recently, Mitchell had the Jazz in third place through most of the season. Now they're fourth in the conference. DJ Novak's and uh, Kyrie Irving ranked sixth amongst guards. He just returned the court after a month. Uh, unless the Nets are taking a lo- a lo- advantage of a loophole that will allow Irving to play, that won't happen. The NBA won't let it happen. Carmelo Anthony is also high on the ballot. In the Pro Bowl, why the hell did Josh Allen not get into the Pro Bowl? I mean, I, I mean, from a perspective of a fan, I mean, I hope he plays in the Super Bowl instead of the Pro Bowl. But still, it's kind of ridiculous with the season he's having um, that he wouldn't um, be voted into the Pro Bowl.
I mean, many of the votes make sense. Jonathan Taylor, um, Nick Bosa, Travis Kelsey, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady. Where the hell is Patrick Mahomes? Where the hell is Josh Allen? How are they not on the vote? How do they not get voted in? I mean, Miles Garrett. The NHL voting ballot I had no problem with. I mean, Connor McDavid's on there. Um, Alice Ovechkin. No Sidney Crosby, but he's not really having an all-star season. I'm glad to see Rasmus Dahlin on there. I mean, he's had his ups and downs this year. But um, I'm hoping that the all-star vote will give him a little bit more confidence. So what are your thoughts here on Twitter at JRed? On to soccer now. Manchester City running away with the Premier League title with 56 wins and an 18-2-2 record. Liverpool second with um, 45. So there's really no contest with this year's Premier League title. Manchester City, barring an epic collapse, would um, will take the title again. Um... A supercomputer from 538 has predicted the final table with Mikhail Artisite on the course to finish ahead of their rivals. They predicted Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspur to finish the top four. Um, Arsenal had quite the turnaround. They were off to a dreadful start. But um, now they're in the top four. Sorry, they're not in the top four, but they're in the top five. They're only a few points out of the top four. Arsenal started 0-3 with an embarrassing 5-0 loss to um, Manchester United, Manchester City. But I will give Ma- Mikel Arata his credit. He, the, um, he he found a great, great game plan and managed to turn them around. So what are your thoughts on sports? Hit me on Twitter at JRedShow, and I'll see you later.